Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. You are now entering a critical thinking zone. zone. Thinking caps are required beyond this point. From deep behind enemy lines, deep in the heart of the Midwest, it's your host, Andrew Coppins. And it's time for critical thinking. Yes, indeed, it is time for critical thinking. We're going to critically think through some election results on today's show. And of course, it is a WTF Wednesday. Uh, where we we give you the craziest, most bat-nuts stories that we have found so far this week. Of course, we means you're listening to my voice. I am Andrew Coppins. He is Mr. Pat Oney. Both of our states had big-time elections in the primaries yesterday. Um, for me, the, the, the big-time result came in the Illinois governor primary races. And I haven't really talked much about the race. Um, because it seemed like it was a foregone conclusion as to what was going to happen here. Um, but there's a story that developed that is absolutely one of the most stunning political stories of 2022 so far. And over in your state of Illinois, or state of Illinois, over in your state of Utah, Pat, um, <clears throat> Evan McMuffin, McLovin, McMullen looks to be taking on Mike Lee, who handedly won his... Uh, Senate primary in the Republican Party, um, setting up what is going to be an interesting um, campaign for Utah's um, senior senator spot, correct? Correct. So um, your analysis of what took place in the state of Utah last night. Well, it, it was interesting. Um, I know there were a lot of people that were very disappointed with some of the election results, not necessarily Mike Lee's election results but uh, just other elections around the state um and and my response to that is you can't win them all first of all mm -hmm. by um, the way how did our friend uh kira Birkeland do uh she won handedly there was um, some worry there i know i know uh amongst yeah. her campaign as to how this was gonna shape up 
Yeah, she won I I by landslide, I believe. So um she she did very, very well. Um and then oh, uh David Lovett, the Utah County Attorney General. Yes. <laughs> Mr. This uh one, this... Ritual Child Sacrifice himself? Yeah, uh allegedly. You 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 could say that. Um his opponent won by seventy-two percent. <laughs> he, um, he, he got his ass handed to him. So, is Utah County the county of Salt Lake, or no, or is that the county so of Utah Provo? County is the county of Provo. Okay, so the second largest county. Mm-hmm. It's argumentably the most conservative county in the state, right. though. I I question that to some degree because uh, John Curtis won, beat Chris Herod pretty bad in uh, their primary. So I, I do question that a little bit, but yeah. Look at you spitting all the local political knowledge on this show, Pat. I, I know. I know. I was, my wife was talking to her sister last night and I'm over here while they're FaceTiming looking at election results. So, but um yeah, so with Mike Lee's campaign, I mean, he had two challengers. Um, mm-hmm. He took, uh, the last I had checked, it was a little over 70, 70% reported, and he had just over 60% of the vote. Right. Um, and and so, I mean, he, he was declared the winner at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and which I, I mean, that was, those were the results I expected. And if those are the results of the primary, I, I think that he is probably going to handedly win against uh, Grifter, uh, Evan McStuffin. McLovin, uh, McMullen. Yes. Uh, McLovin, yeah. But, uh, but it's in, setting in up Uga. such an interesting race because of that Grifter, right? Because right. he was able to grift his way towards, he won Utah, right? Or came close to winning Utah in the presidential election that year. Oh, no, he didn't. No, he didn't? No, he didn't. He thought he was going to. Right. He, no. Uh, it was called for Trump, I think, within an hour and a half. Speaking of that, Pat, uh, well, so that is something to watch because we have talked about uh, McLovin, McStuffin, McLovin, uh, McMullen uh, in the past and in the grift that he is using or doing in this race just to clean up his political debt. Right. Right. And, right. you know, I've talked to people outside of the, that campaign talking about how political debt is a good thing because you can always run in, in whatever race you want at that point, And right. you just continue to be able to rake in money hand over fist. But the reality of the situation for him is that the grift is up. If he loses this race, right. He's lost the presidential race handedly. Um, he's lost the plot when it comes to stand up Republic. Right. And, right. um, <clears throat> some of the other grift that he has done. And now he's about to lose the senatorial plot, uh, to unseat the, the MAGA forever, Mike Lee, which, which Mike Lee is not a MAGA forever. In fact, um, you know, as we were talking off air, Pat, you had talked about the fact that he was far from a lockstep vote. Uh, for the MAGA agenda. Right, right. He voted against Trump a lot of the time. Um, I mean, there were some things he voted in lockstep with Trump with. Don't, don't, don't get me wrong. Right. And, and he don't was get me wrong that Mike Lee, is, Mike Lee is certainly not perfect. Right. And he was one of the staunchest uh, defenders of the president um, after January 6th. 
Right. Which, by the way, in, in the world of Evan McStuffin, McLovin, McMullen, um, is is a holy sin. Right. I mean, he's got to be, in my lifetime, I don't know if he, well, I take that back. I do know of two bigger political grifters, but he is in the top three, the Mount Rushmore of political grifters. We, we, we should have that discussion sometime of who would be on your Mount Rushmore. Of, of grifters but, of uh, political yeah. grifters in our lifetime yeah yeah oh i can i could i could do that right now jesse okay. jackson uh-huh um 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 evan mcmullen uh-huh um madigan mike madigan here in illinois and okay. um al sharpton that's a, that's a good list. Mm-hmm. That, that that really is a good list. I see. Here's the thing. I think Mitch McConnell would be on mine. Fair enough. It, yeah, it, it'd be Mitch McConnell, um, John Kasich, uh, Evan McMullen would definitely be on there, and and uh, it, it, it would it would be a toss up between Jesse Jackson and Al Sharpton. See, the other person that I would consider putting in there is uh, the host of Morning Joe. Oh, yeah. Joe, Joe Scarborough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, hey, have that, you, have you seen the video, by the way? Not to go down a complete tangent here, but uh, but have you seen the video of him talking about the um, um, the need for it's like he just basically switched his position on the economy. Um and that, like Joe Biden needs to go more insane. And then now he's talking about how back in January of this year, they screwed the pooch. And um, <laughs> yeah, it's it's absolutely hilarious if you see it. I'll, yeah. I'll try to find it for you so that uh, we can play it on the show sometime. But it, it is absolutely astounding. Speaking of astounding, though, what took place here in my state of Illinois is one of the most astounding things to happen in actual voting in the 2022 election cycle so far because yes jb pritzker won his um democratic primary because apparently there was a primary in the democratic party um but he won that the story though comes out of the republican side of things so here in illinois um obviously things are not always what they seem when it comes to politics and that's why mike madigan is on my list um, because he basically ruled this uh, state with an iron fist while basically enriching himself for nearly 50 years. Um, in fact, over 50 years. And, and is now facing federal prison, pound me in the rear end prison time, uh, for his grift on the state for 50 bleeping years. By the way, people literally had parties here in Chicago when he got indicted. Because it was finally like, all right, he's done. See you later. Out. Bye. Yeah. Ding dong. The witch is dead. Um, but. Here in the state of Illinois. Darren Bailey. Won the GOP primary for governor. You might be saying to yourself, who in the hell is Darren Bailey? And you would be correct. <laughs> Lots of us were saying, who the hell is Darren Bailey? The. Presumptive favorite was former Aurora, Illinois, which is the second largest city in Illinois, by the way, Pat. Most people don't know that. 
um, Aurora, really? Illinois, which is in the far western suburbs of uh, of Chicago. How about that? Um, but the former mayor, Richard Irvin, black, quote unquote conservative, <clears throat> was uh, the backed or the preferred candidate of the richest man in the state of Illinois, Ken Griffin. Ken Griffin had pledged $100 million to Richard Irvin's campaign, of which over $50 million of it had been spent already um, in the primary race. And most of it spent going after J.B. Pritzker. Well, J.B. Pritzker, his team, and a bunch of conservative uh, PACs, including the endorsement of one Steve Dace, and the help of Steve Dace when it comes to media strategy, um, decided to basically ignore the, the city of Chicago and, and the surrounding areas and campaign all over the state, just carpet bomb the state with ads, right? And won by 57.5%. Richard Irvin, backed by Ken Griffin, the richest man in the state of Illinois, who no longer resides in Illinois, by the way. Um, he just recently uprooted his uh, his hedge fund, uh, the Citadel Group, moved it to Miami along with himself um, after more than a half dozen of his employees were either shot, um, assaulted, or robbed going in or out of work. Um. That preferred candidate, Richard Irvin, the black conservative, allegedly, um, mayor of the second largest city in the, the state, finished third. $50 million. And that sound you're hearing is all of that money flushing down the drain. $50 million, Pat. To finish third, Darren Bailey wins with 57 and a half. Jesse Sullivan, another um, corporate backed candidate, finishes second with 121,000 to Richard Irvin's 115,000. Now, here's the rub on this, Pat. You might look at yourself and say, well, what was the uh, vote totals, right? In the GOP primary, we had 769,000. In the Democratic primary, J.B. Pritzker received 797,000 or 731,000 votes. In total, it was 797,000 in that race. That's almost a dead even heat when it comes to a primary race. Because we always know that here in the city of Chicago, it's just Democrat, 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 to the tune of uh, Richard Irvin here in Cook County, or excuse me, Darren Bailey, um, won with 48% of the vote, get, garnering 60,000 votes, okay? J.B. Pritzker wins Cook County with 408,000 votes. Darren Bailey only got 15% of the vote total of J.B. Pritzker out here. Now. Here's the thing. Pritzker actually actively campaigned for Darren Bailey here. Why did he do it? Because he believed that if Richard Irvin were to win, uh-oh, a black man running against the ultra-rich, old, 
uh, Fred Flintstone, J.B. Pritzker. Can't have that, right? But also Richard Irvin and J.B. Pritzker are, uh, how shall we say this? Thick as thieves. The grift would be up. J.B. Pritzker's big Fred Flintstone and grift would be up. But Darren Bailey got over $17 million of his roughly $40 million in spent um, over the course of the last three weeks of his campaign. Came out of absolutely nowhere. And I mean nowhere. Even winning Cook County, which Richard Irvin carpetbagged with ads all day, every day, for the last two months, at least. Darren Bailey, if you saw an ad for Dar- Darren Bailey during a TV show or, or online, it was few and far between. It was probably a 10 to 1 advantage here in Cook County in the larger Chicago metro market. Darren Bailey won every single, and I mean every single county, with the exception of two, but those two were won by um, Jesse Sullivan and um, another candidate named Paul Schimpf in their home counties. Wow. It's absolutely incredible what just took place. Just out of curiosity, um, how did Beetlejuice do? How did Beetlejuice do? Um, there is no primary. Um, oh, there's no primary. Okay. So, so there, so there's a runoff election, right? Uh uh-huh. And it's all candidates here. So the city of Chicago does all the candidates mixed in the pot, and mm-hmm. you have to get over fifty percent to avoid a runoff election. Uh-huh. Um, and that won't happen till February of 2023. Ah, uh, so. Okay. Yeah, there's already like four or five candidates that have announced that they're running, including uh, Willie, uh, I'm a big grifter, Wilson. Um, but that's neither here nor there. It This so, is, honest to God, Pat, the most stunning thing I have ever seen. Now, I voted for Darren Bailey mainly because I can trust that he actually is conservative, that he holds conservative values. Now, he did also receive over this past weekend um, the endorsement of Donald Trump. Now, Richard Irvin has run away from Donald Trump. Even here in Cook County, that's the story. Even here in Cook County, where being a real conservative is not a thing uh, for the vast majority of people, even those that claim to be GOP, he swept it. It's an absolutely stunning rebuke of establishment politics here in the state of Illinois. This wasn't like you just eked it out, Pat. We're talking right. about him winning. The next two candidates combined don't even equal. Well, they they come up to just over half of what he won in the state. Just out of curiosity, um, mm-hmm. did or, or does does um, Darren Bailey have a even a remote chance against J.B. Pritzker come November? See, that's the question, mm-hmm. because a lot of people believe that Pritzker thinks this is an easy win, because Darren Bailey, for those of you who obviously in the audience don't follow Illinois politics, Darren Bailey was one of two people to be kicked out of a legislative session um, d- 
during COVID-19 for not wearing a mask. Yeah, he returned the very next day wearing a mask, but he made the point that he wanted to make, right? He made the political point of what the hell's going on. So um, I hesitate to say that he doesn't have a chance. I hesitate to say that he has a chance. And the reason why I hesitate on both sides of this is nobody thought he would win this. Nobody thought he would win it. And he crushed it out of the park, crushed it. There's no question that the, the, the GOP will coalesce around him. And I think he figured out the, the model. Ignore Cook County and just bomb everywhere else. You know, because we were watching the election results last night at, um, at a, well, on our phones, but um, we had a couple of friends uh, that we gathered with. And uh, we were having dinner and having a couple of beverages at a brewery here. And uh, we're watching this and all four of us are just stunned at what took place. And as we're watching these results, we're like, okay, there's only 3% in. And then goes to 6% and he's increasing his lead. Then it keeps going and he keeps increasing his lead. You know, we get to 10% and it's like, okay, well, what about Cook County, Right. Like, where, right. where are the numbers from the most populous area? What, what are those 10%? Like, if we're seeing this as a trend, holy crap. They got to 12% in on the vote, and they had already checkmarked Darren Bailey as the winner huh. at the Chicago Tribune. So, he, it was incredible to watch. Didn't matter what was going on in Cook County. He was sweeping the ever-loving crap out of everywhere else. And then, to come into Cook County... Uh, the next uh, closest individual was Jesse Sullivan, and he beat him by a almost three to one margin. That's incredible. He won 48% to 18, 19%. It's just incredible to watch that happen. And I, the reason why I would bring this up is because even here in Illinois, Trump gets a win. Trump won. He endorsed Darren Bailey. Darren Bailey has been in lockstep with Donald Trump for the most part of his fledgling political career because he was elected to the state Senate in 2020. So he's he is a he's a farmer from downstate, owning one of the largest family farms in the state of Illinois. He is wealthy, but he's wealthy because his family and himself have been working the land in downstate Illinois for a very long time. And he almost speaks with a Southern drawl, by the way. It's absolutely hilarious to hear him talk. It's like, ah, that's that part of Illinois that believes it's in the South. And um, J.B. Pritzker even brought that up, trying to say, by the way, Darren, we fought in the uh, Union for the Civil War. A thinly veiled reference to the fact that he speaks with some sort of a Southern drawl. This I mean, going to be fascinating. You get to that part of the state. I mean, you're, you're you're what right up against the border of Kentucky. Yep. Um, and and some other you Kentucky, know southern Missouri. Missouri. Yeah, like like it makes sense. Oh, it 100 percent makes sense. Mm. Um, the fact that it's just beautiful, beautiful part of the country, by the way. Um, down in southern Illinois, 
Um, but I digress. I think this is going to be fascinating to watch. I don't know to your point. I don't know what the answer is, if he has a chance yet or not. I think what it's going to come down to here is what does J.B. Pritzker do or do or what he does or doesn't do when it comes to the economy? We've already seen him attempt the gas tax bullcrap um, where they they're literally now going to have a sticker saying that uh, J.B. Pritzker you know, brought to you by J.B. Pritzker, this tax relief or whatever, on every pump in the state of Illinois. I mean, how the hell that's allowed in a in a election year? I have no idea. Well, I mean, because the Illinois election, especially like your governor election and stuff like that, I mean, mm-hmm. that's got to come down to uh, dinner table politics, right? You know, what what's what's in your wallet kind of a deal, right? Like, th- that's that's really, really? No, uh, no. Uh, it comes down to voter turnout more than anything else. This is a voter turnout state. If you can, how does Bruce Rauner win? How do some other people win the the uh, general elections and beat out uh, Democrats? They do it by turning the heck out of the rest of the state. While there's a depression of voting in the general election for a guy like J.B. Pritzker. Now, what ironically could be at play here is abortion. Here in the state of Illinois. Mm-hmm. And that's because J.B. Pritzker and his side want literally abortion on demand. Like That's where they're going. And Darren Bailey is very much a conservative. And he has proposed that he would support a ban on abortion. Can that be an issue that coalesces enough people to come out and vote for J.B. Pritzker here in Cook County? That's going to be the question to answer in the November general election, we're too far out to know the answer to that. Hmm. But but uh, beyond all that, Pat, I think it is time for us to uh, to take a breath, to play a little game. Are you ready for the B or not the B? Let's do it. All right. By the way, uh, I don't know if I mentioned this or not, but uh, our... our uh... Utah County Attorney General David Levitt. You mean uh, the 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 guy who heads up a ritualistic child sacrifice ring? Allegedly, allegedly, uh, allegedly. Mm-hmm. Yes, you're right. Allegedly, yeah. Yeah. he got his ass handed to him yesterday, and he's the incumbent. Um, he, all- he got prim- he got primaried. Gee, I can't imagine st- why, Pat. I, I just. But 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 here's the here's the kicker. His opponent got seventy two percent of the vote. Oh wait 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 wait! Hang on a second. <laughs> Here's the one. Who the hell are the other eighteen percent? Um, you mean twenty two percent? Yeah, twenty eight percent. Sorry. Um. Great question. Because I don't care if the allegation is true or not. Mm-hmm. The simple fact that that is being an actual investigative thing. Yep. Yeah. yeah but see you later, man. I don't give a crap whether or not you're convicted or not, or this mm-hmm. is real or not. The mm-hmm. fact that anybody actually had to seriously investigate these claims. Done. Well, granted. I ended up not being able to to put a name down for the Utah County Attorney General. 
because mm-hmm. I couldn't trust either one. Right. And that's fine. So, that's fine. Yeah. Now, but, I do also want to know yeah. um, our friend Kara Berkland. Yeah. Um, she was a little worried about her race. How, how'd that go for her? Uh, she, she gave an, she also gave an ass kicking, um, which she, she does all the time. Cause she right. is an uh, absolute, I, uh, I badass. think I'd have to go back and look, but the last I had checked, she had like 70% of the vote. So, um, I, I, I think so. I looked at a lot of elections yesterday around around the county and also around the state. So, and she was one that I was paying close attention to. And but she she won. She won very handedly. Fair enough. Fair enough. Do you do you know where? Um, do, 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 do. Mm-hmm. um, hang on a second here. Let me see if I can find it. Do you know what uh, district she's in? Fifty two, I believe. It's Morgan County. Gotcha. I'm just trying to see if I can find it. Mm. All right. Let me see if I can find it. 52, you said? Yes. All right. I'm just looking at it. No. I'm not seeing it. Um, I looked it up yesterday. I can look it up again here in a second. Yeah, if you um, could. I just want to see what it, yeah. what it looked like here. But but while while we're while we're uh, thinking about that and looking that up, here's your uh, B or not the B headline. Yes, millions become pro life after learning they won't have to listen to Pink anymore. Millions become pro life after learning they won't have to listen to Pink anymore. Is this the B or not the B? And while you're thinking about that, folks, if you haven't yet gone to AmericanPrideRoasters.com. You should. Um, DM is still recovering from his uh, tornado events in Iowa a few months back that that took their home, um, took a lot of the uh, APR business with it, and they're just starting to get back on their feet. So um, if you could, go to AmericanPrideRoasters.com. That is AmericanPrideRoasters.com. Find a, a really good flavor that, that you would be interested in trying. Buy several. They may be a couple of weeks behind on shipping as they are still trying to get back on their feet. However, this is a great way to support your uh, local small business around the country. Um, so all you got to do is go to AmericanPrideRoasters.com. That is AmericanPrideRoasters.com. And by the way, I did find the election results for Kara Berkeley while we were uh, uh, looking or, or talking about that. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So she is uh, right now it, the it's ninety three point four four percent estimated the vote counted, and it's District Four. Right. By the way, um, I I I had it wrong in my mind. Um, Shocker. She she won. She got sixty point six percent of the vote. So not even close. No, no, not even close. <clears throat> All right, so. that is good news for our friend. Hopefully, we'll have her on at some point in time here, uh, leading up to the November uh, general election. She's going to take on Chris Campbell out of the Democratic Party uh, for that District Four seat. Uh, so, if you're in Utah, uh, check that out. Um, support Kara; uh, she does fantastic work. Um, yeah, she's just lockstep, smart, tough, um, doesn't back down. 
Um, she is exactly who you want in in a in a state house, if you will. More importantly, the way the way that she goes about things, she is a a wife and a mother first, mm-hmm. and 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 she yeah. uses those values in her voting record. Hundred um, percent. Yeah, and and so like 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 she's not your typical politician. She's very much a principled and valued kind of person and that yep. you're right that's exactly who you want in in a for what it's worth she is uh critically uh she is critical thinking endorsed yes a hundred percent not just because she's been on the show but because um she's proven to actually critically think through issues right exactly all right with that having been said pat can you lay that headline on me one more time please yes Millions of pro-life millions become pro-life after learning they won't have to listen to Pink anymore. <laughs> um, while I would love this to be actually not the B, and I can make the argument that it is not the B, I'm going to go with uh, the B. This is the B. Are, are you sure? No, I'm not sure because um, these last few weeks have been brutal. But I am going to go with the B. You would be correct, sir. This is the Babylon Bee. Though I will say this, that, that I could make the argument the story is true because there have been plenty of headlines about Pink the last few days about her not wanting pro-life people to listen to her music anymore, which I'm like, okay, um, that's not hard. I don't listen to you anyway. So right. <laughs> um, anyway, singer-songwriter Pink took a Twitter following uh, the, the landmark Supreme Court decision overturning Roe versus Wade telling pro-life fans to stop listening to her music. That's actually true, by the way. Uh, millions have since joined the pro-life cause to avoid what they call Pink's terrible music. This is uh, was an easy choice. It's like when I found out I could avoid Neil Young's horrible warbling by becoming a Joe Rogan fan. Local woman Emily Winnow told reporters that her long hesitation about becoming pro-life melted away when she realized she would never have to listen to what she called obnoxious shrill songs like just give me a reason or get the party started again man i love being pro-life she said since pink's announcement the ranks of the pro-life movement have swelled by an estimated five million with a vast portion of the new pro-lifers confirming and and they viewed the ideological shift as an opportunity to escape preachy feminist pop worse than Kesha, Katy Perry, and Taylor Swift combined. Unfortunately, several million people switched back to being pro-choice after realizing pro-lifers listened to Hillsong, which I have no idea what that is. But um, Hillsong? Yeah, I have no idea. It's a mega church. Oh, okay. It's yeah. um Justin Bieber's mega church. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, um, put it to you this way: um, I will never, ever, ever, um, be going back to Pink. Not, not that I ever listened to Pink in the first place, but uh, I was gonna say you, you were you a closeted Pink fan there? Uh, no, I, I would. I, my wife likes Pink, but I, I've, I've never liked her at all. How dare not you misgender kind of... her? I mean it. Uh... Um, huh? What? No? Well, it's just it's... because she looks like a woman doesn't mean she is Pat. 
How many times do we have to go through this? I'm I'm pretty sure she's a woman. What's a woman? Fair point. Fair point. Yeah, fair point. But thank thankfully, uh, there's a hundred dollars of Dominic Izzo's totally legit money in our coffers. It is time for us to do what? WTF Wednesday at all. <laughs> All right. So, Pat, I'm going to go with the very first headline here before we get into yours. Um, okay. Now, I'm going to set this one up with a, a question for you, Pat. Okay. If your state um, decided that they were going to create some sort of database of your personal information and your gun ownership status, would you or would you not trust that? Uh, well, considering we do have an NSA building not far from here, I definitely wouldn't trust that. Okay, well, <clears throat> California gun owners' data breached after state unveils firearms portal. Gun owners with a concealed carry weapons permit in California had their information, including their names, addresses, and race, exposed on Monday after Attorney General uh, Rob Bonta launched a 2022 firearms dashboard portal available through the state's open justice data platform, which has since gone offline in response to the data exposure. Bonta said in a statement on Monday that the firearms dashboard would improve transparency and information sharing for gun related data, including public access to data on firearms in California and information about CCW permits and gun violence restraining orders. Quote, we are investigating an exposure of individuals' personal information connected to the DOJ firearms dashboard. The California Department of Justice told the Reload, any unauthorized release of personal information is unacceptable. We are working swiftly to address the situation and will provide additional information as soon as possible. Wow. Now, now <clears throat> who could have seen that coming, Pat? It isn't like um, we we see vindictive, horrible leftist individuals doing this in other areas. It's not like they doxed the Supreme Court justices. Now, is it true that their addresses are publicly available information? Yes, everybody's addresses. By the way, I could I could look up your address right now if I wanted to. Right. But uh, I, I most feel of these, violated, but yeah. But most of these, well, that's because it has to be. It's public tax record, right? Um, well, yeah. But, I, mean, but I get it. I most just, of these people yeah. on the Supreme Court are not buying their homes under their name, right? They're bought under right. an LLC or some other way to shield whom they actually are. Okay. Um, but they illegally released confidential private information. Now, listen to this. The Reload is reporting that a database for Los Angeles County alone showed that personal information of 244 judge permits, so permits for judges to be able to conceal carry, seven custodial officers, 63 people with a place of employment permit, and 420 reserved officers. The report also revealed the personal data of over or almost 3,000 people with standard concealed carry licenses in Los Angeles County. 
The Fresno County Sheriff's Office confirmed that the data breach included names, ages, addresses, criminal identification index numbers, which is basically like your ID for your concealed carry permit, and your license type. Despite the state disabling access to the portal, there are concerns that bad actors have copied the information and circulated around social media and other parts of the internet. People who want to do bad things are going to ease... Memo to government. Find a hacker to build you that database. Okay? Don't find some random IT guy. Find yourself a hacker. Because that way you can make this hack-proof for the most part. I mean, who... How the hell did you not see this coming? This is a terrible idea. It has always been a terrible idea. You put these people in danger simply for exercising a constitutional right. Furthermore, what business is it of yours if they have a, a firearm or not? If they haven't, especially if they have been a law-abiding citizen, they have not used that firearm in any way to harm anyone else other than perhaps self-defense. Um, and they have not done those things. They, they have abided the law. What business is it of yours what they have or don't have in terms of a firearm? Well, for the leftists, right? Why would you want this information? Now they're going to go after their employers. Now they're going right. to go after all of these other things. You've got somebody who conceals carry. You, 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 somebody with a gun. Oh my God, those bad bastard Second Amendment loving people, right? That's what they're going to do. They're going to start to publicly try to shame companies into what? Not hiring these people. Right. This is all in an effort to intimidate, harass, and um, and make these people pariahs in society. And therefore not exercise the Second Amendment because it's so great of a cost, Right. Because, right. okay, so you move. Great. They can find that information. It's very simple, right? They've got all the rest yeah. of your information. They've got your license number. Now, when you go to move, what happens with your concealed carry permit? Here in the state of Illinois, if you have a concealed carry permit and you move, you sure as hell better update your address with that concealed carry permit or you're in violation of your concealed carry permit. You just, I, this is dumb. This just added another reason to my list of why I will never live in California. Mm-hmm. Not, not any time soon. Mm-hmm. They would have to do a complete 180 um, in order yeah. for me to ever want to visit or live. Other than, we're, I think we're going to do Napa County next year. Um, other than visiting wine country. I've got no desire to visit LA, no desire to visit San Francisco proper. I have no desire to even visit San Diego at this point, even though I would love to visit again. Yeah, I mean, we San Diego is beautiful. We've talked about this. Yeah, it's beautiful. But, but yeah, I, I mean, yeah, just this is insane. This is absolutely insane. The fact that you didn't take the security and the privacy of the individuals seriously enough within hours. We're not even talking about this 
taking weeks or months for them to figure out the security to hack this thing, it took them an hour. Within an hour of this database, it was offline again. This is exactly the point of what was going on with the, the Obamacare website, right? It was right. hacked within 30 minutes. Mm -hmm. This is insane. This is all insane. I deserve the, the right of privacy in my gun ownership. What business is it of yours to know what I carry, when I carry it, how I carry it? I should be yep. able to apply for my concealed carry permit, right? Yep. As long as as long as I go through that check and complete the things that I need to complete, like proving that I am a responsible gun owner, right? Right. You hand me the piece of paper and that's it. Yep. And the only time that that piece of paper is null and void is if I'm in violation of gun laws. And then I should be stripped of that right to conceal carry because you are a criminal. Now, you can make an argument that um, just walking could be a crime <laughs> in, in a state like California. But, but my, my broader point is this. There is no reason the government needs to keep tabs on that. None. Other than a trigger to your concealed carry permit, a, a red flag, if you will, that goes up in the system. Uh that shows like, hey, there's a criminal conviction or a domestic abuse conviction or whatever that would disqualify you from um, that type of a, a gun ownership uh, situation. That's it. That is it. it, it it's insane. It's all insane. Mm. With that, Pat, um, you got another headline for us. Oh, uh, do I ever? Oh, no. Elmo advertises COVID-19 vaccination for kids under five in new PSA. You, you Elmo's confused. not real, Pat. Uh, well, I, I'm just telling you, Elmo advertised it. Um, was he being tickled while this was going on? It, what? Was he being tickled while this was going on, too? I, I, I don't think so. Hmm. But uh, Sesame Street is promoting COVID-19 vaccines to children under five after the U.S. Food and Drug Administration granted emergency authorization to use the Moderna, Pfizer, and BioNTech shots in young children earlier this month. Um, I had a lot of questions about getting Elmo, uh, getting the vaccine. Uh, was it safe? Was it the right decision? Oh, God. This is, uh, by the way, Louis, Louis Elmo's dad. Um. I learned that Elmo getting vaccinated is the best way to keep him keep himself, our friends, neighbors, and everyone else healthy and enjoying no, the things. No, it's they not. Love. No, it's bleeping not. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Because for the last time, these vaccines are geared towards the alpha variant of COVID nineteen, which is an extinct variant. Nobody has alpha variant anymore. Mm -hmm. Literally, you are putting poison into your body for nothing. Literally mm -hmm. nothing. It does nothing because for further variants of this, specifically Delta, 
Om- Omicron or Omicron, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. especially that one. They are so far away from the alpha variant that your body would never even recognize right. those two as the same. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. furthermore, we were promised by Pfizer, uh, Moderna, right, that the mRNA vaccine, the reason why these are so important to being these life-saving measures are uh, what? Oh, that they were easily just manipulated to change the sequencing for the, the, the various variants, and we can just weave in and out, and, and we'll be good to go. Um, has that happened, Pat? No. Oh, strange. Yeah, we're, we're still... Oh, and by the way, do you know that we can't even give away 4 million vials of unused um, vaccinations here in the United States of America to the rest of the world? The rest of the world doesn't even want them. <clears throat> 4 million that we paid for, by the way. Also, also, um, I, I, have, a, I have an idea, Pat. I can't yeah, yeah. believe they haven't done this yet. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know how when, when we were growing up, Tickle Me Elmo was a big thing, right? Yeah. Why are they not coming up with Jab Me Elmo? That could be taken in so many different ways, but uh, I, I... I mean, it's just I a continuance know. of the tickling. <clears throat> it's just a little poke. <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> I mean, I mean, if we're gonna go full groomer here in America, why not? Just, it's just a little poke. Jab me Elmo. <laughs> uh, also, is Elmo a man? Great question. Also, uh, if if if. Elmo is a child, and it's going to be Jabby Elmo. D- d- does he get the shot in the arm or in the butt? No comment. <laughs> Maybe it's the second uh, jab. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just the tip. Oh jeez. <laughs> I just I can't I can't even right now. <laughs> All right, moving no, on. Uh, we got one more on the WTF Wednesday headline train. Oh. Alrighty. Um, Howard Stern calls Clarence Thomas Darth Vader and says he'll run for president to add Supreme Court justices to restore Roe versus Wade. I have a question here. Yes. Is Howard Stern still relevant? Apparently, I. Eh. And also, um, um, Howard Stern. Mr. Sexual Assault himself, like real sexual assault himself. Yeah. Okay. Um, the the show me your boobs, um, Howard Stern. Um, I'm exposing myself to you, Howard Stern. Th- yeah. Th- that guy? Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It's no wonder that guy would like abortion on demand. Speaking of that story, uh, Pat, um, I also have a headline for you. Oh um, boy. Wanda Sykes mocks mocks Middle America after SCOTUS overturns Roe. Those states in the middle, that that red stuff. This is actually the quote. The problem is that middle stuff. If those states in the middle 
that red stuff? Why do they tell uh, get to tell us what to do? Where the majority of us live out in New York, California, and we are paying for all this crap. Really? So, so she goes on Stephen Colbert and they have a, a bitch fest basically between the two of them. I'm going to start with number one. What the hell does Wanda Sykes give a shit about abortion for? Why, why does Wanda Sykes care? She's a lesbian. She cannot get pregnant. I mean, she can physically, right? Or used to be able to uh, physically because she, she old. Well, are you sure that? Um, yes, I'm sure she that she's a she. Yeah. Now. She. Mm-hmm. Number one, physically can't get pregnant anymore because right. she's like 20 years older than me and uh, I'm 40. So that's an impossibility. Number two. Right. Um, she'd be a lesbian. She only likes uh-huh. chicks. That isn't a biological impossibility. Yep. So unless you're telling me that at some point in time, you would like a dude to procreate with you for the production of a child, which means that you're not really a lesbian, by the way. Right. So what the hell do you give a shit about this for? It has literally no bearing on your life. Literally none. Well, um, there's another point here. I think that uh, she's also missing. Um, Because she's trying to insinuate that we are some like true democracy and that it's a majority rule. Mm-hmm. If that were the case, there'd be no point in having states um, and different state laws. Right. She goes on to talk yeah. about how the minority, we live in a minority majority country. Well, guess what? We live in that type of a country all sorts of different ways. Mm-hmm. Racially, right? ethnically, religiously. Yep. yep. Uh, Newsflash, a republic is meant to do what? Make sure that the majority cannot trample the minority of any variety. And it's to make, also make sure that everyone has representation. Correct. Correct. And also, there's another point here. The Supreme Court of the United States, in striking down Roe versus Wade and mm-hmm. Casey, mm-hmm. in striking these down, did what, Pat? Remanded the decision on abortion to a state level. So right. you in New York want to have that value, you get to. You in California, nobody in middle bleeping America, nobody in BFE America, nobody in Arkansas gets to dictate to California what California does. Just like you in California shouldn't be able to dictate to Arkansas on these measures. Now, we also know that Javier Basiera, or however you pronounce his name, um, the head of uh, DHS, the Department of uh, Health and Human Services, um, mm-hmm. they have intimated within the Biden administration that they're going to try some sort of scheme to be able to pay for interstate commerce, a.k.a. abortion. Uh, what the hell? How about no? Also WTFing on this topic, Pat, is um, why is Planned Parenthood? Um, shutting down across the country, Pat. Because they're losing business. But I'm all, I'm 
I've been told that um, abortion represents just 3% of all business that they do, right? That must be a big 3% of their business. Why would you need to shut down if 97% of your revenue stream? Oh, wait, 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 wait. That's right. That was a lie from the very get-go. And it's Mm -hmm. not just a lie in that you only really provide abortion. It's a lie because... um, the only thing that garners you revenue is abortion. The quote unquote other services has always been a lie in so much as they might provide condoms. They might provide a way to get birth control or a re- uh, referral for, you know, um, um, breast exams and, and all of those things. Right. Right. But every time How they account for all of that and how do they get to the abortion representing 3% is every time somebody buys a condom or comes in and gets a condom, it's marked as a service. Every single one of them. So every single thing that goes along with an abortion is marked as a separate service, right? That's how you get there. It's an accounting trick. And it's an accounting of services trick. It's not a an accounting of revenue trick. The only thing that actually brings any revenue in is abortion. Of which the United States government and the GOP still refuses to stop funding. By the by, we're still funding Planned Parenthood today. Has the GOP uh, stepped up and said we are going to actually do this when it, when we win in November? Have you heard that messaging from Ditch? Have you heard that from Kevin McCarthy? Nope. 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 Have you heard and that you from Big Baby? No. Nope. By the way, the fight for life, far from over. Far from over. Far from over. And we're not talking about we have to win in California, we have to win in New York, we have to win in Illinois. That's not what I'm talking about. We have to win within ourselves still. We do. Which, by the way, uh, to, on Friday show, we're going to have Mary Taylor on, who is the president from Pro-Life Utah, to talk about what's next in the pro-life movement and and, and what needs to happen, because the fight is really, truly far from over. Absolutely. This is all insane. People like Wanda Sykes, like the and I I talked to you about this off air. Uh, What I don't understand is where are these protests largely happening? In big metropolitan cities Mm -hmm. in which the state is allowing abortion to happen. The only place I can think of might be Georgia, in which we have this this uh, dichotomy of Atlanta in the in the law, right? Right. Like Chicago. What the hell are you what What the hell are you protesting for? What are you protesting? The state of Illinois is going to allow you to literally kill that baby until the feet come out of uh, the birth canal. Mm-hmm. Oh, the feet aren't out there, and I don't want to have this baby choke it to death. What that? What? What more of a right do you want? It's a great question, but you know, unless it's a federal rule, um, then then uh, abortion is 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 dead to them. Now, uh, before we head to the end of the show, do not forget tomorrow it is a deep dive Thursday on the show. We're going to deep dive into the concept of judicial supremacy. Was Roe versus Wade and the decision um, in the Dobbs case um, a case of judicial supremacy? Uh, we'll talk about that and so very much more. 
On that note, though, your final thoughts on today's show, Mr. Patoni. Don't get lost. Remember who you are. No means no. And Hasbro needs to come out with Jab Me Elmo real fast. Please be smart, be safe, be kind. And as always, Matthew 547.